Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 216 of Keep Moving Forward podcast with your host, me, Anthony Domenico, coming to you live every Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on Facebook, also live on Instagram over at Comic Anthony D. As always, though, the podcast is available at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast. And if you're listening on iTunes, where it also is available, please five-star rate and review. You guys were awesome last week. I got some amazing reviews. It meant the world to me. I shared them on social media like I always do to brag about the best podcast listeners out there, and that's you guys. So please continue to five-star rate and review. There will be a bonus episode coming. Patreon.com slash KMF podcast is the only place to get it. Check it out. Past bonus episodes are there as well. I'm going to be talking on this episode, the next one that comes out, my restart with WW, how it's going, and other things, because I got a ton of guests coming up, so I want to share that with the Patreon listeners. And also, if anybody wants to be a Patreon member, listen, patreon.com slash Podcast. Built Bars are dropping new flavors. Here's one that's coming tomorrow. It is the German chocolate. I don't know if that's supposed to be known or not, but I don't care. So, builtbar.com, use code WWBROPODCAST, save yourself at least 10% off your order. Sail Away Coffee is the best nitro brew out there. Long Island Company, that's why I got to back it. But they ship all over the country. Go to sailawaycoffee.com. Use code WWBRO10. Save yourself 10% off your order. Sailawaycoffee.com. WWBRO10. The link in my link tree is still live for John Ziegler's GoFundMe. As you guys know, my buddy John Ziegler battling cancer. Knock on wood, his scans were clear, but, you know, John's just getting back into things, so anything that helps, you can go to my link tree over at Comic Anthony D. His uh, GoFundMe is still live. John thanks everybody who donated and continues to donate. With that being said, um, I always found it weird segueing into talking about my friend who's battling cancer to a happy guest, you know, but whatever. That's the challenge of being a podcast host. I am joined today by my friend Kayla. Kayla, how you doing? Good, how are you? Tato Chip Witch, like I said, <laughs> the best Instagram handle right now. That's, that's my favorite right now. Thank you. Wow. Oh, my God. High praise. High praise. I because it, it flows. Yeah. And it's literally me and a name, honestly. And I thought, like, Chip Witch. Oh, my God. I never like, even thought about that. You didn't think about that? No, I didn't. You would have thought that, but I would have thought about that. I thought you were playing a play on potato chips and the Chip Witch. No, I was just saying, like, I'm a witch who loves potato chips. But that's incredible, and now I know that. Chip Witch. My, Chip that's Witch. My, my favorite oh my ice cream God. sandwiches. Used to be before I went vegan. Before you were vegan. Yes. Chip Witch. They got to make a vegan Chip Witch. They do, because, hello, why don't they? I can make my own, I guess. They do have vegan ice cream, I know, because my, uh, my ex-fiance, the first one, was a <laughs> vegan. Yeah. No, I actually, uh, I went food shopping before here at this place called Cornucopia, because I got a $30 gift card for my birthday, and I just found that they have these... You know, dibs, those like little chocolate covered like ice cream pieces you just pop in your mouth. No. Dots? No, dots is like the colorful one. This is like a little chocolate covered piece of ice cream. You're missing out. But they made it vegan and I saw it and um So I'm leaving WW again. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I uh it's so bad because like I'm on a journey now back to weight loss and I down that whole shit in the car on the way home. No it didn't even make it to the apartment. So this this is what's funny, and I think about why this world is so small and how like everybody knows everybody or comes across each other's paths. I actually met you a long time ago. I don't know if you remember. At the Belmore Bean, we used to, used to work yes, there. Yes, I did. Oh, gosh. We yes, used to do open mics. You've heard plenty of my shitty comedy. 
Uh, we probably weren't paying attention. I mean, no one, right? You guys weren't paying attention to us. I actually did. Oh, I'm sorry. We, that's <laughs> no, all, all news I stuff. always thought it was great. That was all new stuff we were working out. But I remember <laughs> you, um, you had the amazing tattoos, right? The, 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 yes, the, the Hollywood sleeve. ones. Yes. And I'm very known for that. <laughs> so like, you know, I knew you then. I, I didn't know you, but like, you know, you made me coffee. Very good coffee, by the way. Um, oh, thank you. High praise. <laughs> so then like years go by now. Um, and a friend, we have a mutual friend. And she was like, you know, when I'm doing my journey, she's like, you got to check out my friend. She's also on a weight loss journey. She sent me your page and you look totally different um, than what I remember. And, but the one thing I saw was the the sleeve. Yes. And I was like, how many people have that sleeve? That's got to be the girl that worked at the Belmore Bean. That it was. <laughs> and then, you know, then I knew that you were friends with John or J-Arp's journey. I call him Jarps. Yes. Um, and then it all, like, it's just crazy how this world is so, so small. small 100% especially the weight loss community I mean you know on Long Island we're a lot of us are here yeah um, that's true that was crazy I, I can't believe like you had to sit through all that bad comedy every Monday night <laughs> now I didn't think it was bad I actually loved those nights I loved comedy nights open mic nights I actually um would participate in open mic nights too uh okay. even if I was working because I I write poetry um so I would literally I had a, a girl that worked with me her name is Francesca love her if she's ever watching miss you but she used to just cover the shift while I did like two or three poems and banged it okay. out, and that was it. Yeah, okay. it was awesome. So you, did, uh, I, I remember poetry night, and we always, we always just joke, let's go do our comedy, but like in poetry. Oh, like slam poetry. Oh, Not even slam poetry. Just go like maybe like, we we were gonna be dicks. We we're gonna like you know be like dramatic with our jokes, like the way we were gonna, so like yeah we we're gonna we were gonna. I wish you would have. That's great. We should have. I mean, we had nothing else going That's on. So just, funny. I actually met my. Um, ex-wife <coughs> through the Belmore Bean. Really? Yes, they're on open mic night. Um, she came in with uh, this girl who was performing at the open mic. Okay. And immediately, like, off the bat, me and my ex-wife are extremely close. Did we're you pull the robbery? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I okay. actually did think that they were together, but they weren't. They were just friends. Okay. Um, yeah, but my ex-wife and I were actually very close. We're good friends. Um it just, you know, we fell out of love and that was what it was. But she walked into the room and still to this day has one of the greatest smiles I've ever seen. Like, just took over the whole room. And I said to a co-manager at the time, and I was like, I'm going to get her number by the end of the night. He's like, no, you're not. I'm like, bet. <laughs> and guess what? You got it. I did. <laughs> and so say it from there. <laughs> well, I mean, that's like, you know, I still haven't done anything like that in my life. Just like go it- up to somebody? Yeah, no. I do it all the time. No, I'm I'm the most I'm the most awkward and shy, <laughs> and um, you'll probably be in the cards later, and I'll just say exactly how <laughs> awkward and shy I am. But I am I am so bad. I feel like whenever I'm talking to a woman, I'm like perpetually doing the robot in front of them. I'm like, uh, you know, like you know, just very awkward moves, and like I don't say how I feel. I, I mean, all those things, you know, I'm not I'm not good at. That's that's my thing. Um, so I I've. Courage, just go. You know, I admire that courage to walk up to somebody. I do it all the time because you know I think about it. What's the worst thing they could say? Yeah. No. Exactly. And even if they do, so what? And it's not even like I just go up to somebody to be like, oh, so I want your number. Even though I've done it quite a lot, I am in a relationship now, so like I can't do that. But even in a relationship, like I will go up to somebody and I'll just be like, oh my god, you're so beautiful, you're so handsome, I love your outfit. Like to the point where my partners, whoever I'm with, yeah, they're just like, here she goes again. And I think that it like exudes off of. Me as well, because, you know, I also get the compliments of, you know, I love your style. I love this. I love that. And we'll just bounce off each other, me and whoever I'm talking to. And I'm like, all right, this is 10 minutes now. I'm so sorry that I, you know, had you standing here to whoever's next to me. But I can't help it. 
No, that's good. I mean, it comes it comes across you're a people person. Um, I know we this is the first time we're actually kind of meeting and what well, we met. But I'm saying like, yes, actually, yes. actually, real life we we talk on Instagram as most people in this community do. It's it's, it's a weird community. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, it's, it's yeah. where most of your friends you never even met in real life. It's it's, it's true. It's weird. I never thought like we go. I guess backwards as a society. Where like I mean I, I can't I grew up in the nineties where like everything was like you wanted to go hang out with somebody, you went and hung out with somebody. You know, this this kind of shit that's happening right now, it reminds me of when I went on the it's the thing in Disneyland where the people were talking on the television to another person. <laughs> yeah. But it was funny because now like it's an actual thing, like you can do FaceTime, but it was like they had like an old wooden television box and the person like washing the car, like, yeah. hey mom, I'm just out here waxing my car. <laughs> Um, to where like now it's like, it's, it's a real thing. It's, it's, yeah. here it is. It's, we're actually doing all this. So most, especially during the pandemic, everything became very, uh, digital. Yeah. So that's why I, like, I do like to get people actually on the podcast and come to the, uh, the man child studio <laughs> that, that I call it, um, <laughs> with wrestling belts. You can see wrestling belts behind my guest. I'm not I, a wrestling fan, but I do like everything else you do. Oh, thank you. you know, yeah, Star I decorated. Wars. I'm very into lures I, and everything like that. If you could tell, um, I'm very single and I decorated <laughs> myself. <laughs> See, um, my apartment is very much my apartment. I mean, granted, you know, I'm not single, but I live by myself. It's yeah. my own place. Um, and you can very much tell, like, this is my place. It's very witchy. It's very light, open. I mean. Oh, know. I mean, for the pictures, it looks amazing. And here's, <laughs> another, here's another funny story. Small world. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually looked at Kayla's apartment and, um, I, I actually thought about taking it before you did, which is, it's weird how things work out. Cause I went there and like, I told you, like, if I, I would have seen like how you have it set up, I'd yeah. be like, oh yeah, I'm moving in here. It's awesome. Yeah. Like, you know, but Thank you. <laughs> the way the other person had it, it was very cluttered. It was, just, you know, it just, I couldn't picture in my head, like, what am I going to do with this space? Yeah. Um, sure. and I, I just didn't take it, but I loved your landlord. She was great. She She's very, incredible. Very nice woman. Um, and she was like, yeah, you can come sit out here. You can use some of this. I'm like. Yeah, the backyard is incredible. Like, that's really nice. Like yeah. everybody else I was going to see was like, oh, you can't do this. And I like the house quiet by nine o'clock. And I like, I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. So her, like, this is the first person I met that was like. Yeah, she's incredible. This is your home too, and like a you know, use the yard and this and that. And I would, the only thing was like, I couldn't wrap my head around downstairs the space. Like, what was I going to do? Because I had two bedrooms where I was, yeah. and a, like forty-two years worth of crap. Um, <laughs> so, like when I saw when I came and saw this place, no one was up here, so it was empty. Empty, yeah. Sure. So it gave me like a better idea. I'm like, oh, I could do this. I could put this there. The podcast stuff here. Yeah. And ultimately, it worked out because you got the place. So yes, it's just I love it. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy that way. I know, and you know, it's funny because <clears throat> you know when we we spoke about it and you saw it, you were like. Wait, I actually, I think I've been in that apartment before. And I was like, oh, geez. Like, this is crazy that it really is such a small world. And it's yeah. funny because when I did, when I walked into the apartment, immediately I felt like this is home. And I know that people look at apartments and they're like, this isn't a home. This is an apartment. This isn't somebody else's. First of all, fuck you. It's home. It's my <laughs> yeah. home. I work very hard for my home. I work very hard to pay my bills. This is my home, you know? Yeah. And I come, I come here and I sleep here and I do everything that I need to do here. This is my home. So... When I first saw it, too, it, it was very cluttered. And as we discussed, I am not a person like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a person like that. I don't like mess. Like, everything is in its place because I am I have a lot going on in my own head. And for me, it's very important to 
come into a space that is not as chaotic as it is in my own brain. So that's why I appreciate, you know, as much as it seems crazy to some people, the way that I do my day to day and my daily, you know, you'll, you'll know if I'm slipping into a depression, if you walk into my house, my bed's not made. Okay. You know, like, and it's been brought up to me where like the, so my boyfriend now, you know, like there's been times where he's come over and this was before I was in this apartment and he's like, what's the matter? I was like, what are you talking about? Because I try to not bring it up too many times because, you know, don't want to seem too much and overbearing. And he was like, your bed's not made. You didn't even put the remote back where you have it. What's the problem? You know, and it's it's things like that where it's like, okay, my routine is very important to me. And it's Mm -hmm. also very understood to other people, which is something nice for me now, because, you know, back when I was younger, it wasn't anything where I was super I wanted to be open about my feelings and my emotions. I was very closed off, which led to serious um issues that i had gone through and now if anybody does follow me if you follow me you see i am a complete open book because i want people to understand that no you're not alone and yes it's easy to say and people can understand it but like i'm also the type of person that doesn't say like your towel's dirtier than mine or vice Mm -hmm. versa if you're drowning in seven feet of water and i'm drowning in 20 we're both drowning we're both fucked yes you know what i mean i agree so i think it's very important for people to see online that life isn't what people post online. Yeah, I, I try to be as open and transparent as possible with that too. Um, well, because some things you got to keep, of course, because you need some kind of privacy. privacy but yeah, it is true. Like I try to be is very transparent. It's one of the reasons why I started this podcast. Um, I did a very vulnerable post um, last week about the weight I gained back, and Thank I you. try to keep it very honest with people because, like, I feel like there's this one person out there that's going through that that needs that. Hey, I'm not the only one. You know, that, sure. that I feel good about that. But that's great that you have uh, someone in your life that notices that, that picks up on that, because some people don't even have that. Yeah. Where that person then will continue to drown in whatever they're drowning in. And, but at least, like, you have someone, oh, listen, hey, what's going on? And then you can talk about it and get it out. That That's really important, too. Uh, someone who supports you in what you're doing. Yeah. And you feel like you have that now, and that's, uh, that's a great thing. Yeah, no, honestly, uh, <laughs> we've spoke about it, so... I thought I was extremely very much so a lesbian before I met my current boyfriend. <laughs> That's not to say that when I was like, as a young teenager, I tried to not be because, you know, it wasn't wildly accepted. Um, so I tried to, as I like to say, uh, fuck the gay away. Um, didn't work, uh, I guess, until <laughs> who I'm with now. But, you know, my relationships, I went through quite a lot. And, you know, my life, I've gone through quite a lot. And... The person that I was with before I was with my ex-wife um, was a very traumatic experience for me. It was very abusive emotionally and mentally, extremely. Um, and then when I got with Steph, you know, we both kind of, and we've discussed this, where we both figured like, you know, we found this person. She also went through quite a lot in her life and her past relationships. And we found each other and we were like, this is great. You're great. We're great. We love each other. That's it. This is our life now. Mm-hmm. Um, And we didn't like to, you know, because when we were talking about it, it wasn't like, oh, we settled for each other. Um, But I think that we got a little too comfortable with each other. I love her with all of my heart. Um, And I would still, right now, if she called me up and was like, ABC is happening, I'd be in her corner without a doubt. She's one of the most incredible people I've ever known in my life. Um, We just, one, fell out of love, and two, just didn't connect in that way. And when I met my now boyfriend, um, we were friends first. And, uh, it was something that was very new to me because it was, you know, I find, 
I'm obsessed with Machine Gun Kelly. If nobody knows that, but like, and I would be like, that's my baby deity, <laughs> like, like that. You know, I'll, I'll find men attractive because I also liked more masculine women. Yeah. But I never saw my life with a guy, and it was weird because when him and I were friends and we're talking, and he was there for me for a lot of things, it was, I wasn't even falling for him as a guy. It was I'm kind of falling for a friend, and it got to a point where like. He, to this day, still shows, like, I am there for you. I care for you. I, you know, I've never had any disrespect or lack of anything with Steph in yeah. that aspect of, like, you know, loving me and all that stuff. But it's just a completely different feeling right now. And when I have anxiety attacks, he literally, like, I need pressure when I have an anxiety attack. He will hold me. <laughs> I'm currently now 216 pounds. And when we first were together, I was 156. So there's that. We'll go on our weight list. <laughs> A weight loss That's journey. actually coming up next. Yeah, that, yeah. But, you know, his little 140-pound self, who's wildly strong for being thin, uh, like, holds me down. And he'll just be like, it's okay. If he sees me, yeah. like, I have tics, he'll hold my hands if I start to, like, pull my nails off or my nail polish. Like, he knows those those things that are going on. And yeah. he's, like, there for me. And it's it's super important. It sounds like you fall for the person, not just the gender or anything. Like, you look for a good in people. And that you want to surround yourself with that, which is, uh, you know, a positive thing. I mean, look what you have now, like you said. And you, you mentioned that um, the difference in weight between you and your boyfriend. Um, and I, I see people talk about that. And, like, you know, it's more like, you know, I guess with guys, how I feel. Like, I always feel like, you know, got, girls aren't going to like me because I'm a bigger guy. And um, I guess we all have that, those same. I have this, yeah. Um, but, like, you know, it's, again, I think he, to him, like, he loves you and that's that's what we and it doesn't matter like what's on the outside almost yeah. and that's when i think something's really real i agree because his track record was definitely not me i'm sure <laughs> i'm five one and a half okay but even when i was at my thinnest i still have you know i have the apron belly with all the weight loss yeah i have all the stretch marks like i abc i got it and all of his axes no shit or anywhere from like four nine to like maybe four eleven and a solid eighty eight to ninety nine pounds at most. Gorgeous, cute, Spanish with the nice hair. And that's not me. Like I'm Puerto Rican, but I'm also Irish. I'm white as hell. So like <laughs> you look at the difference in the track records and I'm like, why me? You know, and I also think it's because we just connect very well together. And I think that and I, I always say this, and I think that it's very important for people to also understand this about themselves. You know, like, you have to find the good in yourself also. Yeah. And I say it all the time, and it's kind of a dig to me, and it shouldn't be. But I always say, like, the only thing you're going to find better than me is a body. Like, my body may not be appealing to everybody, but I know my worth. I know what yeah. I come with. I work my ass off. I have two jobs, my own business. I pay my bills. Like, everything that I get, I, I get for me, by yep. me. And if I ever have help, like that help is never unnoticed. I never not pay back if there's a loan. I, like I have consistently lived my life having to be an adult since I was a child. I grew up immediately by the time I was eight years old from a very traumatic experience. My grandfather, uh, who was my best friend, was murdered. Oh, I'm found sorry out to hear everything that. when I was eight years old. Oh, wow. And it was that was a turning point in my life. And I, de I dealt with a lot before that, but I think that was a time in my life where I was like, okay, what now? And that was the first time mental health wise where I was like, the school called my mom. I started, you know, I'm very artistic. So I draw, I write all that. And uh, I drew a picture where it was a, 
a girl and it was now you see me now you don't and I said that I wanted to be with grandpa again and that's really where things started to go downhill for me so you know when it comes to being in a relationship or a friendship or anything like that I know what I bring to the table yes I have my problems I don't deal with things very well I have abandonment issues and anxiety and you know depression and I can understand that and unfortunately there's a lot of times where I don't realize the situation until it's it's done and it's happened but I always take full responsibility I will never say that I'm right if I'm wrong but when it comes to those situations I think that it's it's important for people to also understand your worth even when you have these mental issues that you're kind of dealing with to remember that yes I come with ABC and no my body may not be what everybody wants however I'm a good partner I'm a good person and if you can't see that, then obviously we aren't supposed to be together. I, I deal with a lot of those same insecurities, uh, being a bigger guy and, um, my whole life. I mean, that was, and I also would not even pursue anything because I thought there's no way this person could be into me or anything like that. And I remember as a kid, like, you know, every once in a while, like, you know, somebody comes out of the woodwork, like, Oh, I had like a crush on you this time. Like, Oh, oh really? Like, yeah, I didn't, Oh, great. Thanks. for telling me. Yeah. yeah. Like 10 years later. Thanks. Um, but I noticed when I was down the, like my lowest, I was down two seventeen. I got more attention. Um, on social media from people, yeah. which was nice. Um, I, I, it, it is nice to get I that. Get that, yep. Um, as a man, it's different than a, I know. Woman guys come, you know. Um, <laughs> a lot of my f- uh, friends who are women on social media who have the, some of the you know bigger account. Some of the things guys send, I'm like, oh, it's pretty bad. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that much. I wouldn't send this to myself. Yeah, let alone- <laughs> honestly, <laughs> like seriously, honestly. Um, like, I don't like to look at my own penis, let alone send it to somebody else. Like, seriously, I don't. The amount that you get in the DMs is wild. And that's how they lead. They lead with they, it. I know. Like, what did you expect me to do with that? Um, yeah. Uh, so it's like, yeah. So I. That's so funny. You know, when women are, of course, when you get something from a woman, it's not. No one, no guy's like, oh, God. Like, you know. Oh, my God. Why'd you send me titties? Yeah. yeah no, no one no it. one says that. Yeah. We're, we, we're yeah. very appreciative. Of what, you know, but I'm saying it's, it was, it's nice to get that attention. Of course. No, as I started putting weight back on this last year and four months, self-esteem went. You and me both. (laughs) But they've had instances where it's, you know, it's like, oh, okay. No, people are actually, you know, they they care about you, this and that. And get that little boost. But like it is like you're, you know, everything you said about like, you know, my worth. And I know I'm a good person. And I know I treat people good. I know in relationships, I've always treated my exes good. Um, And I have my own issues as far, you know, and that's come to the table and. Um, dealing with it now and I've deal, I've never dealt with anxiety until this last really probably year and a half. It's really crept up on me and, and, and really been a big part of my life. Um, so like, of course, you know, I always like to ask what, how do you deal with anxiety? Like what's like your go-to? I smoke a lot of weed. That's a, that's a common <laughs> answer. That's I a- do. And I know that it's very frowned upon, um, but it was either a uh, turn to medicinal mm-hmm. or uh, get stuffed with Klonopin and uh, mood relaxers. And I like the person that I am. I think that I'm a very outgoing person. I've consistently, like my second job, I work in customer service. I've worked in customer service since I was 14 years old. Um, I have to make sure that I am approachable. I am an office manager, my nine to five on Monday to Friday, and I'm consistently on the phone. I'm talking to a lot of clients. Like, could you imagine if you had to sit on the phone with somebody that literally sounded like you're talking to a dial tone? Absolutely not. No. And again, like it's looked down upon because, oh, it's weed, but it's the one thing that will literally keep my anxiety at bay. Like when I'm having a hard time, I hit a bunk. Like, yeah. if I need more, I roll up a J. Like, it's just things like that. And it's 
I'm high right now. Could you tell? No. No. Because I, because <laughs> I know how to like work in society, being high, you know. Well, and also like you said, like you know, people they don't think twice if you needed to take clonopin yeah. or any other kind of uh, behavioral drug and go out and do normal people things. You know, yeah. no one would think twice about that. They yeah. wouldn't be like, oh, they took their that mental health meds today. Like yeah. you know, w- you know, what do we do? And uh, my buddy Jacob actually just said, is weed still legal in New York? Yes, yes. it is. I also want to point out, I do not shame taking these medications. I know no. quite a lot of people that do. I should have been on them since I was 14. But you're saying for you. But for me, you know, and, and thankfully my parents told my psychiatrist at the time that they did not want me on medication. I was mm-hmm. too young. And I do, I am thankful for that. I know that they, they help quite a lot of people, but I know for me, somebody with an addictive personality, somebody who... Yep is very codependent on certain things. So yeah, if you want to say I'm codependent on weed, probably I'm not going to lie about it. Cause the minute that I start having anxiety, I'm like, well, I need a hit. Well, I, I get that. Cause I use CBD, which is not, yeah. which is not THC, but you know, for me, uh, weed makes me very sleepy. Uh, I get like, I'll, I, I have to pass out. You would, yeah, you don't know, talk about strands. It's like we were talking to them. Like, <laughs> like what happened? I used to just beep somebody. <laughs> And yeah. meet them outside of their house. I didn't know about strands and yeah. names. It was just, is it lots of We have indica and sativa. Indica is like an indica couch. You okay. go to bed. Uh, sativa, you know, is you're kind of just like, oh, you can just smoke it. And then you have hybrids. I always end up, when I have somebody young, I always like, did it back in my day. I always feel like that old man, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. talking about things. But, you know, listen, I have no, I don't shame people for doing whatever they got to do Agreed. to get through their day and what 100%. makes them, you know, because I know I have my demons and I know for, if, you know, it was food for me. Still I yeah. I like to sit at a lounge and smoke a cigar and people are like, oh, you know, you're trying to be healthy. I'm like, listen, everybody's at their, their vices. Nothing is 100 percent good for mm-hmm. you. But for me, sitting in that lounge with the guys and just, you know, laughing and watching a game, it does relax me. Is yeah. it? And that to me, that's my that's how I center myself and how 100%. I, and, you know. Yeah. And exactly. And for me also, meditation is a very big thing for me, um, honing into my divine feminine, my white light, learning how to cope with certain things that I'm dealing with when it comes to, you know, like I brought my candle, I brought my incense, yeah. I need to make the space, you know, positive energy. It smells delicious, you know. by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It smells so yeah. good in here. And that's another thing. You know, First of all, you walk into my apartment, not that it necessarily smells like weed because I try to blow it out the door, but it smells completely like incense. The minute you walk in, it smells like yeah. incense. The minute I walk home, I get into my house, I light an incense because cleansing my energy very big thing for me and i think that it's very important for everyone to learn how to do that so that's also another thing that helps me when it comes to my anxiety okay. when i'm having my like oh shit moment you know i kind of i'll turn on winnie the pooh because i love winnie the pooh i love winnie. And- you know it's funny that you said that um i did a joke comparing myself to winnie the pooh this is why we get along so well though. doing some and i'll tell you the joke off the <laughs> off the air because okay. It's not a PG joke. It's a true story, but it's not. Oh, it's well, not I'm a excited. P- yeah, I'll tell you it afterwards. But okay. yeah, but it's true. Like you know, you it to you know to get the, your energy and your your space. Yeah. Um. Like you like you like. Can I bring this? I'm like yeah, bring whatever you need to bring to make yourself comfortable. Because I'm, I believe in that too. Like you know, you, you need to be comfortable in your space, yeah. and you know, especially we're talking about things that aren't sometimes um, uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. You know, th- this podcast. That's what this is. You know, it's not. The, I'm not, it's not an uncomfortable podcast, but you know, it's, <laughs> I get we're, it. we're talking about, you talk about relationships, your, yeah. your, your marriage and all this stuff. So I, I want you, of course, to be as comfortable yeah. as possible. And I definitely want you comfortable too, because you know, people hear certain things. People, I'm going to, well, hear... I'm going to, well, I want to be comfortable because later on I'm going to be very uncomfortable. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, people. And the other thing too, is like, I also suppressed 
um, my beliefs. I've always said I was agnostic. I've mm-hmm. always been a part of witchcraft. Um, I literally have a tattoo on the back of my neck. My two older sisters, uh, we thought we were the charmed ones. Like we summoned something <laughs> when I was five. So sorry to bring that up again. Definitely shouldn't have done it, but oh well. <laughs> um, so this has always been something that was a part of my life. And um, I had to kind of suppress it for quite some time. Um, and that's fine. Uh, I tried the whole God thing. Didn't really work out in my favor, uh, which is fine. And if you believe whatever you believe too, like I'm totally all about like, dude, do you, I'm not yeah. an organized religion fan in general, to be honest. I'm not, you know? Yeah. Um, I have my issues with, you know, I'm, I'm raised Catholic. Um, I don't really go to church. I, I, I really so like, I go like, you know, when you're supposed to go like, you know, yeah. funerals and stuff. But I have my issues with, with that. Um, not, just because my own things, you know, people taken away from me in my life and things like that, that make me question things. That's what happened to me when I was younger. Um, I feel spiritual. I feel like, you know, I believe in something bigger. I don't know what that is. Um, I don't try to know what it is to me. (laughs) I'm the more ignorant I am towards things, the the better, the better off I am. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but also I think sometimes that does conflict with me inside and cause me to do, you know, go the anxiety and and all that other stuff. But I mean, I, I try for anybody else. And of course it, it led to my, my gaining weight. Um, Understandable as well. And restanding, restarting the journey. So like talking about weight loss and, and everything, that's how I came to your page. Um, what was like the moment for you that you were like, okay, I'm going to start a weight loss journey. This is, it's time to, to take care of something. So I was 23. I'm now 27. I just turned 27 March 4th. I feel so old. <laughs> <laughs> See, but I don't feel like we're that much different. No, age, no, so. I'm, I'm very immature. It's, <laughs> and I'm very mature. I guess we, if you want to, we mesh very well. Right in the middle there. Yeah. This is where we are. That's now. so funny. Um, I was 23 and I had just gotten back from my honeymoon and I felt like I was literally dying. Um, I was, I'm five, one and a half and I was 269 pounds. Um, and I had a Bobopedic mattress that literally I could barely roll out of. My knees not doing me well. I've slipped discs in my back to the point where, um, I was so sad, but funny, I guess this is where the comedic humor comes in. I was changing a plunger, my old bathroom, and I moved to get the new one and slipped two discs, fell right on the floor in the bathroom. Oh my God. Do worse thing. And literally I was like, what the fuck just happened? (laughs) And Steph was like, are you okay? And I'm like, "Mm -mm." (laughs) I was literally on the floor. I had to crawl. I crawled to the bedroom and I was on the bedroom floor for two and a half hours, bowling my eyes out, texting my chiropractor. I don't know what to do. Like, we almost had to have my sister-in-law at the time, her boyfriend at the time, who was very buff, we were like, we might need to get have to get him to, like, pick me up off the ground. Because yeah. Steph couldn't do it, because I was a little chunky. <laughs> and not saying she wasn't strong, but imagine dead weight, 269 pounds, trying to pick, you know, he was very strong. Yeah. Thankfully, I was able to get myself up, but I wound up finally going to the doctor, and I was told I was pre-diabetic. And... Uh, my grandmother was diabetic, so my my everyone on my father's side is extremely overweight, um, extremely. And you know, it that's a big thing that led to my grandmother's death. Um, and I guess I, the genes that my dad gave me was you know being heavy and my hair thinning, and the genes that my mom gave me were receding gum lines and eczema inside my ears. So I'm doing really well in my life. Thank you very I'm much. Not to laugh. <laughs> it's okay. This is why I said I should have been a comedian because the way you said that was perfect timing too. I mean. <laughs> That's just what was given to me, and yay. I think, you know. You said like you were happy about it. <laughs> so happy. I also have eczema on my scalp, which is a great time. Uh, with the thinning hair, being a lady, love that. So this is where I am in life, and it, I just okay. got to a point where I was like, 
okay, I'm just going to be the fat, funny one. That's that's just what it was. And I get it. It took that, like the doctor being like, uh, if if the Richter scale was like six that you were pre-diabetic, I was at like a 5.8. Okay. It was like, you're young. You need to do something. And that's when I started keto, which was do you people, but almost I, killed me. I remember you a keto. I remember like when I first saw Very it. Short time. Yeah. Um, we, it was, and this is going to sound, this is probably the dumbest thing I ever said <laughs> in my life. I'm going to say it. I am like, Anthony, don't do it. Don't say it. Do it. You were like a vegan keto? Is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> that is a thing. Okay, You're not okay, stupid. Okay. But no, I wasn't a vegan right, keto. Like, that's in so my funny. head, I'm like, don't say it, but say it. Like, no, this- there actually is vegan keto. <laughs> okay. I know yes. it's very, like, meat, but, like, maybe protein. <laughs> yeah, very, you know, high, f- it's, uh, geez, I haven't mm. been keto in so long. High fat. High fat, low, low carb. carb. So you're able to do that being vegan. Okay. But see, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't dumb, and no question is dumb. Okay. All right. That, see, <laughs> I feel good now. <laughs> yes. I'm very glad I was able to help you out there. But and no, I was just keto. You were keto. Okay. I remember when Terrible I, decision. And then when did you go vegan? When was that? So, I, okay. So it started off going keto and I was keto for about two and a half months. And my ex-wife uh, was fucking thriving. She never got the keto flu. She was never sick. I, on the other hand, was dying. I have a horrible fear of vomit. Jesus Christ. We mm. even talk about the word. I want to too. off I myself. Like don't have. Like I can't do it. And I would feel sick all the time. Before I went keto, just like, you know, because after everything, I found out I was uh, very allergic to gluten and um, very lactose intolerant. And I ate a lot of uh, fried foods and cheese. So that never meshed well with me, which makes sense of why I always felt like I was going to be sick. Like anywhere that I was, I looked for an exit. I looked for a garbage. I looked for a bathroom. Okay. I kept bags in my car because you never knew. Like it was really bad. So I got the keto flu and it was not going away. And I knew this was something I was going to stick with because even while I was feeling like I was going to throw up every day, mm-hmm. I was still doing it. So I was like, okay, I know that I'm serious, but damn, this sucks. All of a sudden, about two and a half months into keto, I couldn't swallow. Okay. Imagine where you put a pill, stuff got stuck there. Water got stuck there. And I started to gag. And I was like, oh my God, what's happening? I let it rock for like maybe a week and a half, two weeks. I was like, I need to do something. Uh, I got a number for a gastro doctor and like, you know, it took a month for me to get my actual endoscopy because you had to do a consultation and then, you Mm -hmm. know, you had to do the week of just fluids and the x-rays and all that stuff. But I literally couldn't get water down. It was to a point where I had to, the only thing I was eating was applesauce, swishing it through my teeth so much that it would just kind of like fall back. Yeah. Fast forward. And I went to so many doctors, got the blood work done and nobody knew what was wrong. So I finally get this um, endoscopy and- if this is supposed to be, I don't know if anybody can see me, but if this is supposed to be your esophagus, what was happening was from the red meat and the acid. So I already had uh, agita from like sauce, but I wound up getting severe GERD and a hiatal hernia, severe hiatal hernia. So what would happen was I would eat something and it would burn and then, you know, scab up, burn, scab up, burn, scab up. So if this is supposed to be your esophagus, mine was like here. Okay. So, so it literally was killing me, um, which is why personally for me, I would never advocate for it. Um, but however, I know one of my like best friends is keto. Like yeah. it is what it is. It just didn't work for me. I know a lot of people that uh, a lot of my good friends are doing keto and it works for them and whatever. But like that was always one of the things for me too that when I would look into it and read all these these stories and it was see these traumatizing. Things, like, like you know, you know, just cut my points. D- yeah, dude, it was really traumatizing, <clears throat> and I think that was the second most scariest thing that I've ever been through in my life. Yeah. And before I went for it, Steph and I were on the bed, and I was. Balling. We thought I had esophageal cancer. Oh, I literally thought God. I was dying. I I can't even express to you what was going through my head before, during, and after. And like, 
I would have rather lost, I think it was like almost 30 pounds before everything. Yeah. I would have rather have that weight still on and lost it a different way than have done it through keto. But that's where I started the whole like vegan thing. So after he told me like zero dairy, zero red meat for quite a long time, you're going to have to eat everything completely plain. Because I didn't know if it was vegan that you're an animal lover because I had my ex yes. was an animal lover yes. and that's why she was vegan. No health. She didn't have any health. Yeah. She ate like a, a an animal and Bing. she ate like just bagels. But like... Oh God, I wish I could eat a real bagel. She didn't eat meat because of yes. animals. So I didn't know if that was the reason. Well, it started off with 90% plant-based. I was always calling myself plant-based because I was still eating turkey, chicken, and egg whites. Okay. Um, And everything was plain. I literally couldn't have anything on anything because I had to retrain myself how to swallow and eat, which was a great time. That's like, you know, you hear these things like people that go into comas and they come out and they got to learn how to do things yeah. again. It's like, yeah, it's and crazy. I did. And it was scary. And I was terrified to eat something because I thought like, you know, for a while my throat would still close even if it didn't have to because yeah. it was just a reflex. Um, and then slowly things started like, you know, I never was like super big into eggs anyway because you know that little like, I call it the booger piece on the yolk. You know what I'm talking about? That little booger. So nasty. I would, I would literally like gag trying to take it off. Nope. So eggs were never like a thing for me. So the egg whites, like giving that up was like, "Eh, whatever. Then I was like, "Uh, I'm eating a chicken. And then like, I gave that up. And the hardest thing for me to give up was deli meat turkey. I don't, that was the hardest thing. Delicious. It was so good to me. And I was like, this is great. And I was at my old job one day, and I had uh, I did a little wrap. I'm also gluten free for an allergy. Uh, I had a little gluten free wrap, and I had my vegan cheese and my turkey, and I had half of it. And I looked at the other half, and I was like, "That's a that's a body." And I was like, "Nope, <laughs> never again." And that was the day before Thanksgiving, two years ago. Okay, yeah, it was funny because um, you know when I was with my ex, who was was vegan, so the only the compromise was she's like, "I don't care what you eat, just mm-hmm. don't eat veal in front of me." Oh, it's, it's, it's a baby, baby cow. Baby cow. Cows are my favorite animal. And I didn't. I didn't. But, you know, the first time we actually met up with our parents met, we went to an Italian restaurant and her, her father um, used to call me handsome. So we get there. He opens the menu. He goes, handsome. Let's get some <laughs> veal. And I'm like, uh, and he's like, come on. You love veal, don't you? I'm like, I, I like it. He goes, oh, the veal here's the best. And I'm like, and he goes, what? Did she tell you not to eat? He goes, don't worry about it. Eat the veal. I'm, oh I'm, ordering, I'm ordering your veal. And he ordered me veal. And I was eating it like. I'm like looking at her and I'm eating it like it was so good. <laughs> See, and the thing for me, so I went through my whole vegan journey phase, right? Where like when I first was a vegan, I was very quiet about it. Yeah. And then I was very activist about it. And um, that turned a lot of people away. And then I got to a point where like my activism in vegan, in a vegan lifestyle is just showing you my food. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, people, a lot of times people look at it eating and they're like, that's vegan. I get questions all the time. I post my food. They're like, that looks like eggs. I'm like, it's just egg. It's made from plants. But I'm never going to be the person. Your food looks good, though. I mean, I, Thank I you. see your post. It looks Thank delicious. Thank you. I, I love cooking. And I loved cooking before I was vegan. So just, yeah. you know, now it's just cooking with different things. Um, my boyfriend's not a vegan. Uh, Steph, when we were together, was not a vegan. She went plant-based for uh, almost a year. And then, you know, we broke up and she wasn't anymore. And you can eat at the table in front of me. It is what it is. The only thing that I won't do is cook it. I won't touch it. I won't cook okay. it. That's fair. And my boyfriend is very good with knowing. He's, oh, my God. He's so good. If I accidentally touch something in the store, like, yeah. you know, for my business, I make soaps and stuff. And if something's like um, goat milk and I don't realize and I go to touch it, he literally will grab my hand and wipe it on his shirt. 
He's like, oh my God, babe. And he like wipes it on my shirt. Like he's so good. Um, but you know, we go out and I make sure that even if there's nothing vegan on the menu that I can have gluten-free pasta, yeah. I'm never going to take experiences away from you. One of his favorite places ever is 110 and they used to have an impossible burger. They took it off, but I can get gluten-free pasta with roasted veggies and a salad and I'm good. You make know? it work. Yeah, exactly. Make it work. Because if you're going to compromise, like, yes, do, do I wish the whole world was vegan? hundred percent. Will it be? No. Am I going to sit here and like try and force everybody to be? No. No. I know no. I'll never be vegan. Um, I'm, I apologize and he says about it too. that. Don't, see, but you don't have to apologize. No, I'm, I'm just saying that. No, but here. it's a lot of people feel like they have to. And it's like, you don't have to apologize to me. You know, like it is, it, it's. I like meat and eggs and, and animal things too much. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I like, you know, vegetables yeah. and, and well, I eat all the other stuff too. I still eat it. But like, yeah. you know, to me, there's nothing better than a, a you know, medium, a rare steak. Take a right off the grill. Kyle loves that too. You know, juices everywhere, seasoned just right. To me, that's I'm, I'm in heaven. I mean, I make steak once a week, and that's I, me I, talking about tofu. <laughs> tofu, open the package, let the oh my drip. god, you just let it drain <laughs> out. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna make some really good tofu popcorn chickens. Uh, I love rare steak. Um, well, I do too much to it. A little salt, pepper, garlic, and then like you know, salt. I love salt. I'm not a big salt person as far as like in my salt. food, but like on a steak, you need salt. Um, salt and everything. I love I salt. salt no. I'm, ra- I'm salty rather than sweet. I like a salty sweet. Like okay. I've had chocolate covered potato chips. Fucking banging. But like. They make those? They do. They do. Goodbye, WWE. It was the second time <laughs> I'm leaving. You know? I swear to God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I swear to God. I was so bad. I like a salty sweet. Okay. I, like, li- I like cake-like things and sweet things like that. I can't. That's... I get too nauseous. I take like two bites of something sweet. I'm like, eh. Yes, I don't like it overly sweet, but I'm saying like I like donuts, I like cake, yeah. um, pastries, like St. Joseph's Day is the end of this month. Oh, yes. You know, so there's Friadel and there's Fig and, and that stuff, that I, I cannolis, I can go like crazy for. Um, and donuts, I'm, you know, I, I, do I, love, I donuts. love donuts. You That's, give me a family-sized bag of potato chips, though, and I am the family. Yeah. I I'm, eat the whole bag. It's well, disgusting. One of my ex-girlfriends used to, you know, driving home from her house, there was a Dunkin' Donuts right at the exit to the parkway. I stopped there like every night and I would get like, I'm like, I get like a half dozen donuts. And most nights they would give me a dozen cause they were getting rid of them. Cause it was late. Yes. It's late. Perfect time to go. And I'm like, well, here's donuts. And yeah. I, it's like, I had too, way too many donuts. I would like throw them out the window. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I got some that. of them weren't the best ones, but you know, it's, it's true though. Like, you know, we, those things, we find what we like and I find comfort in food for sure. Find comfort in food. Yeah. yeah it's 100%. an addiction and people don't really realize that. No, for me, that hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent. And the thing with food addiction <clears throat> is you have to live with food. It's yeah, not like giving up eat. alcohol or drugs. You got to eat. I got I got to eat. Um, which is uh, which is good and bad because you know I I you, I like to you know cook like you know you said and I try to make things that that look like the things like I made chicken parm uh, on Sunday because I, I wanted Sunday the, dinner. Yeah, the cheese. Um, it wasn't breaded. I mean, this was still good. It was chicken oh, yeah. and cheese and sauce, but like you know, it's not that. It's not fried the chicken cutlet. Pot. Yeah. Yep. The fried thing is what really gets it because it's. 100%. It gets crispy. And then juicy inside. Mm. Now I'm drooling. And yeah, I know. I'm thinking again. about French fries. By WW as <laughs> in this cruel world. Oh, God. Um, I know. But we've come to the point uh, in this podcast, I think is what most people have been looking forward to. Um, Kayla is going to read my tarot cards. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm scared. Um, this is very. Should be. This is the first time I've actually had one like alive on, on a pod. I've had him done before, haven't in, in a few years. So um, I'm joined by Kayla. If you're joining just now on Instagram, 
Tato Chip Witch, which I said is the best Instagram handle out there right now. I dare to find one better. <laughs> um, very creative, unlike mine. So what is the process now? What do, what do we do? Okay, so I have my tarot cards and I also have my oracle cards. So tarot is going to be a very um, kind of punch you in the face. This is what's going on. Um, whereas oracle is a little bit more of a guided, nicer okay. way to say things. Let's punch me in the face. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... The reading comes from your higher self or a spirit guide. Um, There are times spirits come through. It's not always. It's Mm -hmm. not all the time. Um, I don't even know if you'd want to know if a spirit comes through. Yeah, I do. But listen, if if one comes through, take them with you and you leave. (laughs) (laughs) Get it. But it, it, I like to tell people that because sometimes it happens, but a lot of the times it doesn't. Okay. Um, But the tarot is going to be kind of telling me what you're going through. It's going to be saying things that... Um, you know, but don't want to hear. It can also be things where you're like, that doesn't make sense. And then you're going to message me in three weeks and you're going to be like, you fucking bitch. Like you what see, was I, that? Yeah. If people can watch it at home, I am starting to get uncomfortable. If you can notice. I get to. To, you know, this is, um, <laughs> this is also the first time I've done any, like a reading where everyone's going to be watching. Okay. Me. So, you know, <clears throat> so but, yes, a, a live tarot card reading is coming folks. This is it. This is the, the time of the podcast, what we've been looking forward to. Um, I made you guys wait because this is like the headline. This is the main event. <laughs> and I also wanted to now, so. I also wanted to chat it up with Kayla for a little while. I know. I'm quite incredible, aren't I? I like the... the um, if, I'm going to show the people on, on Instagram. Oh, yeah. See, look at this. This is very nice. This is Moon in Heaven. Uh, that's my friend, Jada. This she is, and her sister. Yeah, look crocheted. at that. That's like crocheted tarot yeah. card. Oh, this is like some serious yes, stuff she does here. Them. I, have them, I have all different ones. So <clears throat> shout out, Jada. And they make wick, and they they can buy them like on Pinterest. No, but Um, on on her Instagram, it's just Mrs. Moon in Heaven, and she does Moon in Heaven. Okay, she does these. She does all types of uh, fun stuff. This potion's coming out here. (laughs) So this is for me to cleanse the decks. This is Palo Santo. There's there's uh, there's potions coming out here, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna have (laughs) potions. Um, now the way that I read, um, I will express to you kind of. Pictures in the cards, what the cards mean. I want you to kind of get, you know, the okay. best idea that you can. Um, everyone reads tarot differently. Put that out there. People okay. sometimes do it intu- intuitively, completely based off what it is. If you want to learn tarot, never be afraid to, you know, these things. Okay. Happens. So this is the tarot cards right here. You are more than welcome to hold this if you feel like you need to. This amethyst, it just charges that charges the deck. Do I hold it? You can if you want. If you don't want to, by all means. Is that my holding and my charging the deck? It's just going to help you with your anxiety right now. Oh, okay. I thought like me holding it and putting it on the deck. Oh, no. I'm going to have you knock on the deck to put your energy in it. Oh, okay. You're very, I feel it. So we're going (laughs) to. This is my anxiety. I'm going to swallow this. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I'm going to do now when I get anxiety. I'm going to take amethyst and rub it on my face. There's also, uh, can I move this? Yeah, but make sure you're talking into the microphone. I'm going to do my best to. Um, There's also amethyst in that vial that I made you. Okay. Yes, I got a vial of uh, stuff that's going to make me sleep, guys. Uh, what else is it? It's just to help you take Hold negative. On, I'm just going to turn the microphone here so maybe it picks up your voice a little better. Okay. This way you can do what you got to do. And you're just having me so anxious. You're not letting the power of Santo. I'm sorry. I'm letting the power of, power of Santo and Maria. Power of Santo. Oh. Smells good. Isn't it incredible? Yeah. We love Palo Santo. That's also wow. in your vial. That smells really good. Yeah, I love Palo Santo. It's very good for cleansing. Okay. Do you have any questions in particular you want to ask the deck, or do you just want the deck to speak to you? I'm okay. Do, do it now. Like, close my eyes and like ask. Uh, 
you know, if you want to do it in your head, if you want to ask me out loud. I want to do it. I want to say it in my head this way. If I'm really freaked out. I would be freaked out later when that when it comes true. <laughs> okay. I'm going to ask myself. Okay. I just asked myself some questions in the head. And I'm going to, I don't know what I got to do with the deck, but I'm going to. Knock three times. Okay, there it is. I don't want to hit the mic while I'm doing this. Now what's going to happen is they're going to fall when they fall. Okay. Okay, your first card uh, (laughs) is the five of cups. Cups are very emotion-based. You're dealing with a lot of emotions right now, and (laughs) it's very heavy on you. Mm-hmm. This also can symbolize kind of this grief that you're feeling. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to mean a loss of a person, just a grief in general. Okay. Feeling a loss of something. You have your three cups down here that are completely spilled over, and that's all you're focusing on. You're only focusing on what's bad right now. Forgetting that right behind you, you still have two cups that are full. So, yes, you know, like things are hard emotionally, and you're kind of dealing with a lot. Um, you have a lot of emotions coming out right now. Cups are very emotion-based. Um, so, yes, you're dealing with a lot, but don't forget that when you turn around in a figurative sense yeah sorry that's okay yeah that's what again make sure good yeah that you still have <clears throat> positivity that's coming to you the next card that fell was the eight of cups these are both upright they're not in reverse so i see no blockages as of right now okay the eight of reverse uh, the eight of cups is really you kind of seeing that you have good things but you are kind of walking away from certain things that you know are good for you that can be good for you um but it's just not doing good for you at this moment in time you have to. You had to sit there and look in at yourself and be like, "Okay, I kind of just have to walk away from that at this point." This, by the way, is one of my favorite major arcana cards. You just got the lovers, which is your first major arcana, and it's in reverse. Uh, a blockage between connections, love, people, and a person. Um, yeah, <laughs> you're. Uh, that's so. Your major arcanas are your bigger. The bigger things that are going okay. on, and uh, yeah, that all these emotions pulling up to this person. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> it's getting freaky, but interesting. I'm very, this is uh, the next you have another major arcana card that fell, um, which is your chariot. Okay, this is learning how to move forward in things that are going on. So in tarot, <laughs> in tarot, the buildings behind you signify your earthly possessions things that you have here. When you see things, I apologize. When it's you okay. see things with water. I just want to make sure they hear you, but get what you're saying. Yes, water is obviously, as we were speaking about emotions. And when you see things with mountains, that's reaching your highest elevation, your peaks. Um, if you can see right here with the chariot, you have your yin and your yang. Okay. And they're kind of facing different ways. You're kind of having a hard time figuring out your balance. With the chariot, you now have to learn how to move correctly with these two so you can move forward in the right direction and not kind of move back. The next card that fell out was your Ten of Swords in in, uh, upright position. Swords, as I was telling you before, very mental-based. You have a lot of major arcana cards. Very mental-based, and it looks like a scary card because it kind of is. You have all ten swords in your back, okay? Everything you're dealing with right now is extremely heavy on your head, extremely. You feel like you are at this low part of it, and you're Mm -hmm. like, shit, okay, why is everything falling down on me right now? Why am I on the ground? Why does everything hurt so bad? But the best part about this card is to remember that 
the only way to go the only way to go from down is now up. Okay. You know, so take this from yourself and everything that you're kind of dealing with that's in the front of your head and remember that yes, it sucks, it's heavy, it's hard. But it's, you know, you're going to be able to move forward. The next card that fell was the moon in reverse. Your blockages are really coming from your bigger parts that are happening, these major arcana cards. The moon again, an emotion-based situation. Um if you are kind of thinking about somebody, if you were thinking about somebody in your head, this card necessarily isn't the the best. You know, it could mean that things are kind of going in a not good direction. Um, but the good thing about this card, again, with your pillars here, your your towers, figuring out balance, yin and yang, you have this yellow brick road that's leading up to your mountains. You have to now take what you're dealing with and realize you have to go to your own higher peak. Okay, stop trying to look at this person that you're dealing with um and remember that you hold your power okay. not them your next card swords like we were saying uh so you have your seven of swords again holding on to quite a lot in your mental um you you take everything on by yourself yeah uh, pretty much yeah you're kind of just taking it on by <clears throat> yourself looking I, I talk to people about it but like i i I do, yeah. You take it on, yes. And it's very heavy within you because I feel like even if you tell somebody, you're not telling them everything because you're just like kind of timid and you don't want to get hurt again. Mm -hmm. You're kind of already dealing with that. If The only card that you had so far in your major that wasn't in reverse was your chariot. You have the nexus, the hierophant. This is very much, um, a lot of times when this comes up, it's, it's very much faith-based, but also um, kind of decision-making and... and for me, this pulls through as powerful. Whoever that you're thinking about holds a very big hold on you. And it's something where... So the Hierophant usually comes after the Emperor. The Emperor goes to the Hierophant when he doesn't really know the decisions to make. And it's kind of this this spot in your life where you're like, okay, how do I now move forward <clears throat> from here? Mm -hmm. Other people can't see what I'm touching. But move from here and move forward. Take all these decisions. Learn what you're doing. And figure out, okay, like... Now's the time for Anthony. Okay. Your Wheel of Fortune popped up next. This is the 10th card in your Major Arcana. This is really this turning point in that Major Arcana. Sorry. It's... Good. it's I get, people hear this. <laughs> now... All the good stuff now. <laughs> yeah, this is where you really make your choices, okay? Are you going to make positive ones to bring you good fortune, to bring you happiness, to bring you... Um, where you need to be or are you going to make the wrong choices and now have to go back a lot of your majors being in reverse it seems like you're really not uh necessarily ready to make these decisions and these choices that you probably should be making but that's okay these things happen um we are human is that good or bad <laughs> It's okay. They just want to tell me something anybody's listen cars just literally fell flew out of kayla's hands not even joking they were just literally um, so now I'm a little more worried about this now. Um, totally okay. okay. As long as you say it's okay. Hey, it happens. They just need to talk to you today. Okay. This is why things happen for a reason. Why this was not supposed to happen when we originally scheduled this. <laughs> so again, you have, so you have a lot of cups going on here. Like I was stating a lot of emotion based. <clears throat> um, your queen of cups is in reverse, really not knowing how to handle the situation that's going on emotionally. Um, Next is your two of wands. You are holding your whole world in your hand. If you take a look, he's holding one of the wands and his world. 
wands are also very much passionate. So you're doing very well in what you're doing. You are doing the things that you like to do, that you love to do, and that are making you happy. However, there's something that's in the back of your head that's continuously right here. Mm -hmm. It's always there. You want to see the potential for the growth. You want to be able to look. You're, you're at the highest part of your building, of your place, of your yourself, and you're still looking out. There's really... Okay. You're missing something. The next is the Knight of Cups. The Knight is basically the teenager in the courts, okay? He is holding his cup and kind of trotting on his horse. He's, he's not doing anything um, a little too crazy. There's a little immaturity there within your emotions. Mm -hmm. um, you don't really know how to properly handle them when it comes to certain things. Uh, <laughs> which is, you know, again, <clears throat> fine, you know, but you are learning right now. With whatever situation you're going with, you're you're kind of learning how to move through that correctly. And I think that it's very important to do that because with all these blockages that you have, you want to make sure that where you're going in life is where you're su supposed to be going in life. Okay. Next, you have the King of Wands in reverse. Wands, again, are sitting here. This is your... This is, your fire signs, okay, very fiery, passionate things that are going on. The king is very royal. He's very regal. You know, you sit on your throne where you, this is this is you, okay? Mm -hmm. Everything you're doing is here. Your creativity is very strong within you. Um, are they blocking or wanting to stop certain things of you? No. Okay. Is no. anybody? Not that I know of. Um... No, not that I know. Was, okay. Like as far as this podcast or anything? No, not this podcast. It's you in general. Is there anything? Do you feel like anybody that should be in your corner quite possibly isn't too much there? Because the next being the Page of Swords and then the next coming down here to your Nine <clears throat> of Wands. Um, there's a very immature presence that's around you. Your page is basically like the child in the suit. Okay, there is that immaturity. However, um, you know, it's it's kind of back and forth mental-wise. Your uh, nine of wands coming out here again, if you, you know, they can't see the, the pictures yeah. going through, but you are. Um, you have a lot of growth and a lot of potential, but it, it feels like somebody's somebody around you just isn't wanting, they don't want the best for you. They want the best for them to have you look at it as like you, now you're their their idea of kind of this I, w I don't want to say person but idea of who they want you to be rather than who you should be I mean there could be situations like that and um I'm thinking of and that may not want me to be somebody else but just want me to be uh, yeah I guess uh it might be a couple yeah now that I'm thinking about it um but not necessarily stifle my creativity. Just I change who you are. What I believe in, in a way, yeah. You have a lot of wands coming through now. So your Ace of Wands, these are new beginnings, new starts, and from Spirit Guide. So if you're looking at this picture, you know, the cloud with the hand coming through, this is your Spirit Guide giving you this new chance, this new start. Take that, okay, and, and run with it. Because when it comes to where you're starting from with your feeling of, a little bit of grief, loss, yeah. upset. Pulling through all the way over here, you have so much potential. You have times where, like, do you doubt anything? Is there anything that you kind of, like... Yeah, everything. <laughs> yeah, I know everyone doubts it, but, you know, when it comes <clears throat> to what you are doing... Yeah, all of that. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's looking over you, telling you, stop doing that. Okay. 
don't think I know who that is. Oh, wow. I don't think I know who's telling me um, that. Nobody's come through yet. No, but I think in, in general, who, yeah. who would? Um, oh, they may have said quite a lot. Told you you might not cry. Yeah. Uh, no, but this is, this is crazy. This really is... Uh, if not other fall, I like to pull. I actually have a comment here. Um, I think there's a multiple of those. Uh, yeah, well, there were people. My my buddy Rich just said that, and he's he's one guy that always is um, very is vocal as far as like you know not doubting myself that I, you know I am doing the right thing and I am better you than are. I think I am. Yeah, so. you have so many wands coming through, and this is very much um, the fucking wand. <laughs> <laughs> and this is your page of wands again with their. I don't know who it is, but somebody in your corner really isn't in your corner. And I think that it's very important to look within your your okay. circle. Um, not necessarily that they don't want good for you, but that you possibly are doing a bit better than they want you to. Um, and I don't. See, that that that's the thing I can't figure out. I mean, because I don't have that. I don't know that, like, off the top of my head who that would be. And you um, won't know because those people don't like to show that. No, they don't. That's, that's the scary Again, part. Again, you have the Queen of Wands. So it's a lot of... Feminine energy coming to me when it comes to these cards, and uh, you saying I'm feminine? No, no, no. <laughs> like, like the end of the person that's coming towards me, like in this, like the the energy, the person feels more like it's a, a feminine energy rather okay. than that could um, be a masculine uh, or anybody like that. <clears throat> Every time I want to stop on the cards, they tell me not to. Okay. Okay, your five of pentacles. Pentacles are earthly possessions, usually linked to money. Um, this is in reverse. Uh, dealing with a lot of kind of a financial burden right now. Um, when the five of pentacles comes up to me, it's usually when you're kind of at a low point, uh, finance wise. And you're like, Oh shit. Okay. Like where do I, how do I kind of, I could have got that my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) Understandable. Same. Yes. Um, yeah, that, that's a question lately. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. All right. It doesn't, yeah, look, the four of, what? it doesn't look good. <laughs> four of swords, again, very mental-based. Okay. Um, he's upside down. Well, he's in reverse, which, okay. you know, there's blockages. Your your reverse cards are coming through. It's just things that you don't, you're not really allowing. Like, even with this, you know, you can have quite a possible, quite possibly a lot of opportunity to mm-hmm. bring more wealth and earthly possessions into your life but you kind of block it maybe not even realizing you do but just remember like these things can change you can have these things change over time your swords being emotion based is very uh, not emotion excuse me being mental based is you kind of sitting here you're lying down you're looking at everything that's kind of going on and you're just like well fuck whoa okay i think that's where we want to stop it's not a bad card that's not a bad card so one was just King of Cups upside down. The next card was death. So I feel like we need to discuss death for a hot second. Okay. Death is not a bad problem. A King of Cups in general, again, knowing how to be in control of your emotions, but they're kind of all over the place. Okay. But death means a new beginning. So okay. I, this, this is a good place where we're going to tap it. Okay. Cause where you're, st- where we started with your five of cups and your sadness and your grief and whoever this person is, um, flowing through all the way okay if we take it from here all the way here now you're at a new beginning death doesn't always necessarily mean death you know it can mean a part of you that needs to um 
metaphorically die. Okay. Um, where you now need to take the steps in your life to move forward from that, your chariot, learning how to move forward from that. You know what I mean? But don't, don't think of this as a bad card. This is okay. actually a very good card. Oh yeah. It's one for, I actually want to pull. <laughs> okay. You know, it's great, but we, we want you to be able to now close a chapter and take whoever it is that's coming through here. I'm getting a woman. I don't know <clears throat> who she is. It doesn't really necessarily see you for who you are and would rather see you for who she wants you to be. Um, and I think that that's something that you need to really just think about. And that may be the chapter that has to kind of close for you. Okay. I hope any of your questions that you've asked in your head. Uh, yeah. A lot of questions actually got answered. Um, I'll never ask you to disclose them by the way. That's totally your, no, we're not going to, I'll tell you off the, off the <laughs> that's fine. Um, that's, that's crazy. But I did tell you that I didn't think you were going to cry because I think that when it comes to people um, kind of breaking down in these situations, it's because they don't even want to move forward or they don't, they've seen the answers and they don't want those answers. So it's emotional because they know they're not going to move past it. So did, did that actually have any, uh, you know, you told me about your dream last night. Did that have any like kind of telling signs? A little bit. We can talk about that off air, What's but this? yeah, What's this, now? this is your oracle, so it's going to be a little less. The, uh, these pictures are beautiful. I love this deck. Okay. Um, Do I knock can, three times on the ceiling? You're going to have to. Yeah, on the ceiling. Um, it's going to be a little different. These I pull by myself. That's moonstone. <laughs> anybody that wants to know. Um, moonstone, by the way, I'm showing everybody on the cameras. These are. This is a bit different. Uh, they're not going to fall unless they need to yell at me for something. <clears throat> this is more about okay. an insight of you, and um, this is going to give me a little bit more of how you kind of flow out here okay i love this this deck this is called the gratitude oracle we're, we're, we're cleansing now the deck we're whatever that is it smells absolutely amazing um and this is i never i never had these read before these I never, yeah i never had oracles read before so let's see what goes on with the oracle now, these do not matter if it's in reverse. So you, if they do come okay. in reverse, you're going to see me pull them regular. Um, I pull anywhere from four to six. It's usually when the card stops speaking. Okay. Uh, clearly, as you saw, if they don't want to stop talking, they're not going to stop talking. Yeah, the other deck was just spitting cards. Literally. I mean, if you could see, like, it was just they were falling out. I mean, that was it was kind of weird to, <laughs> to see from here. Yeah, and I think that also with what the tarot uh, wants you to understand is you are a bit more in control of your emotions than you think. I know that we talk about you being extremely sensitive, and yes. obviously I am too. However, as we were talking about your signs, uh, you have more of a, a hold on your emotions than you think. So yes, as much as you can be emotional, you <clears throat> also take things in very well. And I think ta the tarot also wants you to remember that, how I was talking to you before about you know, giving ourselves a bit more credit is to give yourself a bit more credit when it okay. comes to your emotions. Yes, you can break down, and I think that's incredible, and I think that it's, it's amazing to be in touch with your emotions. Um, and obviously some of the cups showing that you, you're struggling with a bit of it. You also had quite a lot that were in the upright position when it came to your emotions. Okay, That's a very nice-looking card. Uh, they're beautiful, aren't they? Yeah. Okay, so the first card we pulled is assessment. You consistently being in your head all the time not really realizing not really realizing okay so when you're looking at these cards i know people can't see them but they're very uh descriptive okay so you have everything that's kind of going on here you're in this dreamy state most of the time but you're also in this kind of like i hate to say it, it's like a rumple still skin kind of kind of mood and mindset um and it's this very uh 
powerful energy that's coming to you, okay? But just remember that when you actually sit back and when you look at things, you're able to actually assess and take apart a situation. I love this card. Okay, let's go. I'll throw with butterfly wings. <laughs> this is enthusiasm. Okay. Um, this is knowing very well that you are good at what you do. You bring goodness and happiness to people. I mean, look at the card in itself. With these cards, it's very good to look into the cards and actually feel it when you, when you see them. The first thing that you feel when you see these cards turn, it's very different from the tarot where it kind of everything looks a little scary. This is going to look a little brighter, okay? Yeah. Because we're actually looking into your higher self right now. Okay. I personally can say that I see this card 100% for you. You've done nothing but make me laugh. We've pretty much got along with everything, and I think you are an incredible man and person, Thank and your you. soul is very great, and I think that this is completely representative of that. And I think that you need to remember that too, like in your higher self, this is what it's coming from. You know what I mean? Who, who are you very close with that passed away? A grandparent? Um, both my, my mom and my grandma. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know which one it is right now. They're not really saying it, but have they been heavily on your mind lately? Um, my mom is always on my mind. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This p card pulled up as memories, just so everybody knows. Um, and this usually comes through when somebody wants to let you know that as much as you're thinking about them, she's, she's literally right there. And I got to tell you, when I first came in here, somebody's here. Uh, and I didn't want to say it because I know that when we spoke about spirits, you were a bit, um, weary on I'm it scared. yeah, yeah i don't less. want you to be afraid however there's nothing bad and when i asked if i could light everything it's because i want the spirit to know that i am not here to cause you any harm and we're here to do this together okay so clearly things have been on your mind quite a lot lately she's there out of chill mm -hmm. okay <clears throat> looking looking in on yourself and looking outwardly, okay? Learning, so this next card that pulled was Seek. We have to do this kind of hermit situation, okay? And I'm surprised that it didn't pull up in your reading uh, because looking into yourself is extremely important. And I think that the things that you're dealing with right now, it's extremely important to now sit back, take a look, and look back on your memories, look back on the things that made you happy, and remember that, you know, and for me, when that, that Ace of uh, Wands came out and your spirit guide... She's very much with you. Very much with you. Who are you struggling with relationship-wise? A girl? Is there, is there a lady? Mm-hmm. So it's a relationship, but there is, yeah, there is. Yeah, well, I guess in a loosely based term. Uh, you really need to look into that. When that lover's card came up in reverse, the moon in reverse, now this is coming up after seeking, looking in on yourself, looking in on everything, what would she say? I don't know. That's, uh, <laughs> that's the, you know, uh, I wonder. Um, These next couple of months are going to be extremely unexpected. Um, you're going to be going through quite a lot. It's going to be a roller coaster. Okay, but just remember, as we were showing in your tarot, and as I tried to express to you that, yes, emotions, very strong, very heavy. <clears throat> get a little bit more of a lock on them because the stuff that you're going to be going through is going to be a bit hard. Usually I stop after this, but I'm not done pulling them for you. I might be done after this one. I don't know. The cards are not done. My hand's still tingling. Tingling. 
The cards speak. It's not yeah. Right. Oh, please. This is why we're doing this. Okay. Next card that pulled up was solitude. Are you? I don't want to say like, are you ever okay in your head? Because I mean, none of us are. But do you ever do anything to kind of make yourself feel a bit better inside your head? Besides, you know, like going to your cigar shop. Yes, that's incredible. But no, when you re- sit down, really. this this space right here, it's very heavy in your room. And I think that you need to remember that this is where you put your head down at night. This is your solitude right here. Okay. And I say this to everybody. It doesn't matter if you you have anybody with you. You put your head down on your pillow every night. It doesn't matter who else is in your bed, who you're speaking to during the day. It doesn't matter. You need to learn how to find the solitude when you're here, when you're in this room, when you're in that bed. And I think that once you find this, okay, everything that's going to sit here, the unexpected, everything that's going to tie together, it's really going to, be able to you're, you're going to be able to sit here and, and focus and hone in on yourself a bit more when you're right there and you're a bit better up here okay that makes sense is it because this is like a new place or it might be but it's also because <clears throat> it feels uh to me that you just consistently struggled with that um which i mean we are all guilty of it yeah and uh this being a new place, you you know, you said you still have a lot to unpack, to undo, you know, 42 years worth of stuff. Um, I think that once things kind of feel a bit more calm for you, it'll be a little bit more calmer here to where when you do lay down, you know, things are... It's weird, like, sometimes I get, like, uneasy just even sitting here. Um, and it's, it's getting better. Like, it's getting more... It feels, it feels like it's home now. Yeah. But, like, in the beginning, it was like I didn't know, like, what... Like, yeah, I felt like almost like I was visiting. Like, I had to, get, I had yeah. to you know, get out. I had to, you know. So, yeah. just getting, no, I, getting to that Getting your, your yeah. feet in the water, I guess, if you yeah. want to, lack of a better term. Wow, that was, uh, you almost got me crying, actually. I almost, <laughs> the mother thing, of course. That'll always do it. Um, I did tell you that you wouldn't cry during your tarot. Yeah, she did. Um, but uh, yeah, that was that was amazing. Um, a lot of insight, and I can't believe how dead on that that was. Um, just knowing myself and what's going on. Uh, and I guess I think that, like I said, things this is supposed to happen this week. Um, you know, of course, I don't want you to be sick. <laughs> but oh, what a fun time that was! <laughs> uh, I definitely think that this was supposed to happen. I, I needed to hear, you know, things I needed to hear tonight. And uh, wow, I. Can people like get readings for you? Like, where do they find you? Like, where could they do all this? Yes, I mean, you can find me on my regular Instagram, yeah. um, but you can also I have my business page. Uh, it's the dot divine feminine underscore, and I do everything from uh, readings to cleansings. You know, I make jewelry, resin pieces, spell vials, do it yourself. You know, spell kits. I'd get it. Listen, you name it. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. Hey, Kayla up. This was, um, I'm kind of weird in a weird spot right now. I mean, I, believe me, we, we have a lot to talk about after we go off the, I know you guys want me, you want me to spill the tea, but not that kind of show. But anyway, <laughs> Kayla, thank you so much for coming on the podcast tonight. Thank you for having me. Um, this was really awesome. And, uh, I definitely would have you back again. Um, and you know, I can't wait now to see what the roller coaster is going to be in, in the next eight months. Like I didn't know I was going to sleep tonight anyway. So let's, let's go. Let's <laughs> Like, to be an old roller coaster, but make sure your, your head great. goes down. You sleep okay. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> Kayla, thank you so much. Thank you. For being on the podcast. And thank you to everybody who joined us live on Instagram, live on Facebook, over at Comic Anthony D. This has been episode 216 
of the Keep Moving Forward podcast. As always, the podcast is available at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast. Always a podcast available on iTunes, five-star rate and review. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single Something to Believe. My best friend Nick wrote this song. Check it out on iTunes. While you're there, his new band Demon Scar dropping new music like crazy. Definitely go check him out. Demonscar.bandcamp.com Long Island, only one place to go for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show and then get yourself an Uncle Cheese, the best sandwich out there. Not just because it's named after me, it really is that good. Finsdeli.com. Once again, thank you so much to everybody who joined us tonight. This was a really fun episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I will talk to you later. Have a good one. It's about-